You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? This is Monte Ball, and I'm here with, again, my brother-in-law, my good friend, RJ. RJ, how are we feeling today, man? Uh, today, I am doing pretty good. Doing uh, good, man? How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, always listening to that intro music, man. Gets me going. Gets the juices flowing. I really like it. really like the song, good vibe, that indie pop music, right? I think is what it is. That that uh, indie that's rock. The category. indie rock there you go i'm more of a pop guy of course but the indie rock i like that song really really good song but it's good that you're feeling good man i'm feeling good feeling great um uh, do you have good uh good week so far i did i did uh you know obviously uh despite you know everything that's going on on the news social media um it's been kind of good to get away um you know, play some video games, obviously do a little bit of work on my laptop and stuff, but, you know, mainly get back to this podcast and chatting with you and chatting with our fans, man, giving our fans well, some uh, some good stuff. Was there anything uh, exciting about the podcast that happened this week? Uh, some big news, big news. Uh, that's big happening with, news. absolutely with untapped keg, man. We are, we are live on Spotify, man. Stitcher, um ready to go soon google play yep soon SoundCloud. itunes right live. itunes is submitted they take forever to get back apparently <laughs> yep live on uh yep that set of soundcloud as well and that's good news exciting news we're we're out there and about man so please share it's uh, now real it is it is we're committed now we're just <laughs> it felt like we're practicing and now uh <laughs> now, now it's game time committed uh we're 10 toes in now we can't uh can't back out because um, we will have some upsetting uh, upsetting fans or listeners. Um, so, man, let's go ahead and get into it, man. Let's let's tell me about uh, how you're feeling, man. Uh, how's your week been? Uh, you know, my, my weekend was good. Obviously chill. Not going anywhere. It's kind of nice not spending any money. <laughs> True. Uh, you know, how, how's your weekend? Yeah, that's really a good point. Uh, I guess the only positive out of this is you know not spending money on fast food or or you know entertainment um so yeah good save saving money spending time with family is a big one though of course and uh really you, like uh, you said uh focusing on getting a bunch of the little stuff done like little emails that i've you know kind of slept on i'm kind of responding back to people just just loosening up some ends you know what i mean tightening up some ends i should say Yeah, I, I hear you. I uh, you you gonna get Corona swole? Yeah, I no wish. No more fast food, dude. I wish. Here's pushups. Here's the thing. I mean, you coming st- out with pythons instead of those little <laughs> pit vipers you got. Get that jail workout on, man. I tell you what, you saw it, man. I was working, I was working my butt off uh, all the time, and I think just because you know I was I was going to um, my gym, I was I was meeting up with my personal trainer. Uh, but obviously that's shut down, so it's, you know, I should be stronger mentally, of course, to still do it, which I still kind of am, but not as hard as I was when I had a personal trainer. But yeah, kind of nice to have someone to push you. It is, it is, it is. Anything and, changing with you? 
Um, no, I mean, you know, work, we kind of have a, seems like we get a call every day. Uh, nobody really knows anything that's going to be going on. Obviously the governor of Wisconsin just had the stay home, stay safe law, Mm -hmm. whatever. But all that really did was shut down entertainment. Everybody else is working. It seems like, right. Um, but, uh, you know, we ended the last podcast talking about quarantine and being sober and how if you're just now starting your sober journey, that can, it can be really tough, especially, you know, you, you lose your job, uh, having trouble to make ends meet. What What are you supposed to do now? You're putting your health at risk mm. to go out there and get another job. It's probably not something that, you know, if you're passionate about, but you just got to get that that grind done get that money so you can pay that rent pay that bills yeah i'm glad you brought that back up because yeah that is where we ended off uh i can only imagine starting your sober journey now and then boom you know your state's on lockdown counties are going on lockdown what have you and it's you know you're trying to stay busy oh yeah you're trying to stay busy and it's like well you know what can I do? What what am I going to do? Uh, which obviously, yeah, there are a lot of things, but um, that's kind of, uh, you know, shaking up the world. I'll tell you that, uh, you know, if someone's making a big, big decision to become sober, that's that's throwing a monkey wrench in, in the middle of that. I'll tell you that. Oh, oh yeah. When, uh, you know, I, I brought up that I had a story that is similar. You know, it's not the same thing because the world around us wasn't um, as stressful, but it was a very stressful time for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I made the decision to go sober in December when, when I went, I can't remember what year it was. Hey, I don't know. I guess it was probably 2013. Yeah, I think it was 2013 anyway. Um, so I decided I'm going to go sober. Uh, I'm trying to find a job. That's a career, not just a job. I was still working as a locator at the time, utility locator. And it was just scratching and clawing to make ends meet, right? Um, So I decided I'm going to go sober. Two weeks later, I get a call from the contractors uh, to be a lineman that, you know, hey, you know, this company's hiring, you're number one on the list. You're going to go two week training course and then you're going to go work. So I was fired up and the training was out in Iowa. I had like pennies to my name, right? So luckily my aunt and uncle lived a half an hour away from where this was. So I didn't have to pay for a hotel. So I go there two weeks. Uh, you know, it's almost kind of like a boot camp kind of a thing. Get my training done. Then your sister and I go on a vacation to the Bahamas like (laughs) right before the job's supposed to start. So I call the boss before I go. I'm like, Hey, just so you know, we had this trip planned for before I got offered the job. It's been, it's been planned for months. And, uh, he's like, Oh, you know, that's not a big deal at all. Go ahead, go. Well, you know, you come work obviously when you get back. So I go to work there at the contractors and I'm there for about two months and I'm making a lot more than I was before. And I have a career. I'm excited. You know, I'm all bright eyed. I, I know I know nothing. I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Everybody I worked with was a dick. Everybody. No. There was there was one crew 
that was nice. And they took the same apprentices every day because they had, I guess, put in their dues. Otherwise, nobody wanted to teach you anything. They just wanted you to stay out of the way. I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand that. I mean, I. What is it? What? Is, so, what are you? What are you saying? Kind of like a, like a, you know, not much of a dog eat dog world, but it's a. Yeah. You know, fend for yourself. Uh, oh yeah. Or I don't know. Or, <laughs> I, you know, some guys were like, "Well, they're trying to root out the, the weak people or whatever." And you know, I'm up. I'm way far, like five hours away from home, staying in a. $35 a night motel, like, you know, super cheap. Mm-hmm. Smells like cat urine. <laughs> anyway, so this isn't even the part of the story that I want to relate yet. So, uh, about a month and a half in, uh, I'm helping this foreman and he's the biggest dick at the company and he's such a big ass a hole that, uh, <laughs> Oh man, you're you're obviously yeah. G- say the word, man. We can we can obviously we can we can cuss a little bit. I mean, we're not going to say any 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 you know f F-bombs words or anything. Or anything yeah, but, but. well, he he's such a big toolbox that yeah. <laughs> everybody in the union knows who he is by first name basis. So um, I'm helping him clean up, and there's this was the winter that it snowed like crazy, and he all of a sudden he yells out, "Hey!" Did you hear I bought an N-word? His name is Roger and he's putting the chains on the front. Whoa. He, he and, said, what? He bought, what? I'm dead serious. This happened. And uh, my buddy Greg, who you Why met, haven't I heard this was story? Heard Whoa. Because I haven't told your sister it either. Unreal. Um, so that happened. I stopped in my tracks and I looked at him. And he looked at me. He goes, what the F are you doing? Get the F to work. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I looked at the other foreman who was not a nice person. And he just like was like, what is going on? And I just walked away. I didn't even finish what I was doing. Just walked away. You know, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I'm a month in on the job. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so excited to have this. And this guy was a, a huge dick to me. And no matter what I said, so couldn't say anything right. Unprepared and, for you know, a, a statement like that. I, I wouldn't even know what... I don't even know if I would know how to respond in that situation. And I'm yeah. black. I, w- I would not expect that. <laughs> it, it was, and you know, he's, he had a lot of senior, he's probably worked in the field 35, 40 years. So, you know, he's got a lot of, uh, and I know he was a bigger boss than what he was there. The only reason that he was there was because he could be home every night. So I'm like, who do, who do I talk to about mm-hmm. this? So on my way home that weekend, I called the union and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to talk to. Well, they called me and they reported it to the company. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, am I going to be safe from retaliation? Because we're up north. Like, dude, you could hide a body very easily up there. <laughs> like I'm and it, his brother works on the, uh, uh, on the job site too. I'm like that. I do not feel safe about this. Jeez. So I get up there the next week and, you know, my buddy knows about it. So, uh, they go through who's going to be on what cruise. They put me back on his crew. After the morning before, they told him about the inc- that this incident was brought up to the company, that this incident was brought up to the union, and that he was, there was going to be an investigation about it. But nobody told me that he knew this. So, uh, 
So that was not a good two days. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm so lost right now. Not like lost. I obviously understand what you're saying, but I was not expecting for you to say that he said that. I'm still stuck yeah. on on this dude, because obviously I'm a month close, in to being sober. We're close. We're close with my sister. I would have expected for this to come out, you know, prior to you know this, but unreal that that's still happening. It's, that's, that's crazy. And honestly, you know, I really honestly think you handled it um, the right way because, you know, don't let that man, um, you know, jeopardize your job, your opportunity, of course, because of his ignorance. Um, I think you handle it, handle it uh, maturely. Oh, it was, I was very nervous the whole time. I, when I drove up the, for the work the next week, I texted your sister yeah. all the details, like where I was, and it made her nervous because I didn't tell her about it, but I was distant that entire weekend. Like, Absolutely. I could not think about anything else. Right. Anyway, so they put me on his crew. This guy knows that I reported it, knows it was me. And, um, like, he, you know, he's basically making these veiled threats, telling me I'm trying to get him fired and all this stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? It's not worth it. So me and my buddy yeah. quit the same day. He <laughs> he's like, if you quit, I'm gonna quit too. I'm like, dude, I can't do this anymore. So I left. And the morning that I left, the superintendent was supposed to have a talk with me and get me to a different probably send me to a different job site, send me to a different crew. And I was like, No, not gonna happen. I don't trust anything anybody says at that company. No, no, not at all. I mean, I mean, you, like I said, you've handled, you handled that with, with such maturity, more maturity, I think, than I would have had in that situation. Uh, Understand, like, <clears throat> I was in shock. I've, I, ne- I never encountered that before in my life. And, um, you know, they, so they knew that I was dating a black woman. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of when they, kind of really ratcheted up how everything went. And I, I know that he knew that. And um, that's that's why the other foreman like was like, uh, even more taken aback. But so here's where the story gets similar to what's going on right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm two months into being sober and I quit my job. I have no income. I just bought a, a brand new vehicle because my old one was arrested out. POS Mm -hmm. and it's like, so I have to, I have a truck payment I got to make more than I ever paid for a vehicle before I got a, um, you know, I got rent I got to make. Right. Of course you have, you have have, expenses. There's no, no hiring going on right now at all. So for a month, basically I stayed at home. I played video games all day and then just tried to keep myself busy so right. that I wouldn't go back to that bottle. That is similar. That is similar. And, you know, it, it was video games. Like I, I got through a bunch of uh, my backlog and I ended up, I had enough money that I was able to pay my truck payment. And then I got, I only claimed one week of unemployment insurance cause I got lucky. And then my brother helped me out trying to get to the rent. And then I got hired at another job where I was able to make my ends meet. I had to budget a lot more serious when I got that job because it was a lot less paying, but it ended up opening the door to get to where I am now at the utility. 
So like pretty much what you're saying, yeah, that I, I can see, I can see how that's most definitely similar. Yeah. With, with what people who are going sober now with what they're dealing with, because I remember when I was going through therapy, you know, my therapist kept mentioning to me, you know, um, you know, to not make any sudden changes in your life, um, or act on any impulsive decisions while you're making the decision to go sober because, uh, um, you know, you kind of want to, you know, it, it, it'll, it's, it's very easy to get off track um, oh, yeah. from your and, sobriety. You know, and now with people who have made the decision to go sober now, maybe a month or two months in, it's like, okay, uh, now everything's closed. <laughs> yeah. Good, good job on being sober. Now everything is closed and you can't go anywhere or do anything. I can not, only not only is everything closed, but, you know, you may, you may have lost your job. You may That's only true. be working so 15 true. hours a week instead of your 35, 40. Yep. So to knowing um, that you're, it's possible you're about to get laid off or, mm-hmm. or what? So yeah, that's uh, most definitely, uh, most definitely thinking about those people right now. I, I can, I can tell you that. Oh yeah, and if I didn't, you know, your sister was huge in helping me in that mm-hmm. uh, month, and I wasn't sitting down doing nothing. I was applying um, to different jobs. I kind of tried to keep a semi regular schedule. Right. So I mean, I'd still go to bed really like early in the morning and then, but I'd try to be up every morning by nine o'clock and shower and get everything done. Um, It's kind of nice to keep that routine if you can. And then my brother too, I was living with him at the time. You know, he was also a big help. He was also cheering me up all the time and stuff. Um, But one of the reasons that it worked for me this time being sober too, I, I mean, I shut myself in, I didn't go anywhere, but also, um, I was serious about it. I just, I knew I had to do it. Uh, if I wanted to turn, get, make my life more serious than what it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, it does. It does. Uh, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because, uh, you know, I'm currently, currently working on my book, book, uh, excuse me, book proposal. Um, it's been exciting times in that aspect. Um, and I had to, you know, kind of mention something like that. You, you gotta, you gotta get sober. Um, you gotta do it for yourself. You have to do it for yourself, uh, period. Um, yep. Cause I'm a strong you, believer. You know, you have reasons that get you there, but ultimately it you, has to be about you. Number one. Yep. And then that affects everybody else around you. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's, Kind of the ribbon I put around my book proposal. So, yeah, I mean, I, I never even told you that I was doing that. And just how you just mentioned it right there uh, made me just announce that because it's uh, there's ways of finding, you know, the silver lining and everything that's happening right now. Um, yeah, positivity. And I and I do want to mention I do understand my situation. I can only imagine is nowhere near, um, you know, as bad as some of the situations that I'm reading about on social media. Of course. So, uh, from untapped keg, we most definitely are, uh, our condolences, our, our feelings, our heartfelt thoughts, most definitely going out to everybody who may be suffering through these hard times. Uh, and we just want to make sure we continue to provide you guys with, um, some fun, some fun, man. And I'm most definitely looking to turn this around, um, um, kind of get this. Yeah. Upbeat I mean, bow. you know, we, we started with something serious and <laughs> yeah, now let's make good. the people laugh, which is good. I think it's a healthy, a healthy outlet. And, um, we already have some people reaching out saying that they, uh, like what we talk about. We're very open about, uh, open, honest about our stories. Um, and that's the best way to go about it. 
So I think, man, um, like I said, the silver lining that I'm going to start, I guess, noticing is all this free time. Um, you know, I really can start getting back in shape. Um, and really the best way to do that now, since the gyms are closed and all that stuff is closed is, uh, you know, the state parks are open so I can, you know, go get my butt over there to, you know, Devil's Lake or something and, and go hiking. Uh, <laughs> which, are you sure you want to drive an hour away to uh, go hiking? So true when you put it like that. But, you know, I kind of wish you wouldn't have told me that. But, you know, <laughs> I, I hopefully I stay long. true. <laughs> hopefully there there aren't any bugs. Uh, I don't know if it's mos- mosquitoes are out yet, but. No, there's no bugs out right now. Right now good. is a good time to go. Good. So, yeah, man, that's my goal this upcoming week. And I kind of want to get out and about and go hiking, uh, you know, go sightsee fresh air get some vitamin d of course natural vitamin d uh and just bask in you know the the you know nature <laughs> what are your thoughts on that what are you doing yeah this i mean that well getting back to nature it's one thing that i notice you know for me and my two sons are when we get outside we're always happier come eight nine o'clock at night uh, just be being outside. It's fun. I mean, you know, it's it's great playing video games and everything. Mm-hmm. But you got I for me, I need to balance it with going outside and doing something well, yeah, physical. Of course. of course, always makes me feel better too. And then, um, you know, my oldest, he'll run for hours. He'll stay out there even when he's cold. He he refuses to come inside. <laughs> um. And then the youngest is starting to show the same thing too. He just absolutely loves it when I run, pick him up and run around, chase his brother mm-hmm. with him. That's yeah, you'll soon be there. You'll, oh yeah, that's a there. that's a good idea. I mean, Devil's Lake. That's it's beautiful scenery. I mean, right. even now. Yeah, I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna get out there yeah. and and just like I said, just get that fresh air. Just uh, you got to keep doing reset things. a little bit. Yeah, and I think this is kind of you know, that time, uh, to really resettle, uh, reground yourself and figure it out, man. But, uh, so that's what I'm doing this weekend since there aren't, you know, any sports going on. And I just read, man, I think it was yesterday or the day before, maybe, uh, I think I, so, so I, so I don't, I didn't really understand the tweet maybe you saw it too, but I don't know if they said that they're postponing the draft or, or, or figuring out a way to, I don't know, still have it while working around the you know quarantine coronavirus thought, aspect. Yeah, I thought they canceled the live draft, but okay, they're yeah, still yeah. having the draft. Okay, all right. Um, that's still. that's how I read it. I could be wrong. I have not listened no, to no, Sports might, Talk Radio right. in like three weeks. That might be how I, I you know, I probably checked it out at like 2 a.m. when I was looking at it or something <laughs> like that. But what I did are you doing see- up at 2 a.m.? Yeah, man, I'm a night owl, man. I'm a night owl. But I <laughs> did see, though, someone had a really good point. And it might have been Adam Sha- Shafter, Shafter, whatever his name is. You know, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yep, Shafter, uh, Shafty. He, uh, right. He uh, he made a good point. And obviously, this is just another way to spice up the draft, possi- possibly just to just to keep things fresh, new, um, and keep things exciting. He, he thought about possibly... You know, proposing the idea to Goodell, which he tweeted it, so obviously, you know, maybe Goodell saw it, but having, 
you know, each round is each day, you know, first round is the same one day, uh, first day, and then round two, second day, round three, third day. So it's uh, obviously a week long um, event just to kind of spread this out, <laughs> um, just to kind of keep some things going, replaying on ESPN, yeah. all that stuff. Um, that would be that'd be useful right now, especially for like the NFL Network. Um, you know, they could re- they could really use that. Well, yeah, I think ESPN uh, was a topics right now too. I think. I think they were playing something of OJ Simpson, I think, yesterday or in today. So I, I know for a fact we're running out of content. <laughs> yeah, they're starting to replay. Well, they've been replaying like uh, uh, old games and mm. um, th- that OJ Simpson documentary that they ran oh, a couple Lord. years ago that won all those awards. Oh, That's the people running oh, again. Cuba? Uh, not th- that one was FX. This one oh, ran okay. around the same time, but this one's more of a documentary. Oh, no one cares. I believe. I need to go and get that. I off. could be wrong. <laughs> Jeez. But, well, yeah, man. So I, I, so that I read that, and I actually thought it was a good idea. Um, I thought it was a good idea because it seems like you know I got a bunch of people right now, um, you know, because I'm just so famous, so popular, uh, you know, <laughs> reaching out. <laughs> reaching out to uh, you know just uh for me to hop on their podcast or hop on their show just an interview just to keep things new and fresh and i have yet to respond to anybody because uh um, you know you have something you can pimp when you're on there i know i know i kind of want to gear up a few more episodes and then um, and then yep then go on there to uh kind of give this a grand uh a grand opening in a sense i like uh, that yeah 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 yeah, that's a good idea I've been I've been saving the messages in my email and in, uh, on my Twitter, but yeah, we need some some fresh stuff, and I'm glad that I'm not the one who has to, you know, put together the programming for ESPN and all that stuff because I can only imagine the stress that they're under right now of new I mean, content. <laughs> yeah, the well, luckily the NFL Triumph. has really provided some this past two weeks. Mm, that's very true. That's all. That's all you hear. Like. uh you know, I get in my truck. I've honestly been um, haven't even listened to it. Usually, I'm listening to ESPN Radio, but um, I'm I'm only in there for ten minutes at a time, maybe. And yeah, that seems to be all they're talking about is the NFL. Right. Yeah. It's been crazy. I mean, I, I mean, this off season um, has been has been crazy. We yeah, we talked about the signings, the trades. Yeah, I oh, think this is the craziest offseason I can remember. I, was, I like, literally as far as movement goes. Yes. That's why I paused all there the big for a names, second. especially the quarterbacks. I cannot yes, believe this. Dude, I paused there for a second because I literally was stuck on an image in my head right now of seeing a picture of obviously Photoshop, but a pic of Tom Brady in a Buccaneers jersey is mind blowing to me. Philip Rivers in a Colts jersey mind-blowing as well now cam newton out of a panthers jersey um and where 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 is he gonna land i is uh the la the chargers maybe i literally was about to say that my money's on the chargers money's on the chargers two maybe i don't what's happening what's happening with big ben out there in pittsburgh where is he at on his contract does anybody know uh, I don't know where he's at on his contract, but I did see that uh, he said his shoulder feels about five years younger, taking the entire season off instead yeah, of trying to play to through the that. injury. 
Yeah, I mean, of course, he's supposed to say that now since all all these quarterbacks are, you know, just flying off the shelves. That I, mean, I, I, I tell you what, <laughs> I saw this tweet and I'm going to echo it uh, as much as possible because I thought for sure Cam Newton was going to the Bears. I think I texted you that. You did. And I was going to be so mad. <laughs> but luckily, luckily, the Bears being the Bears, they traded for Nick Foles. So uh, no big deal. That's such a Bears move. That is such a Bears move. Although Nick Foles, he's a what? He's he's is he Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, he was Super Bowl yeah. MVP. Yeah, yeah. So What's I'll, he done since then? I, I mean, I'll still give it to him. You can say the same I mean, for you know Aaron Rodgers since twenty ten. I'm not tearing him down. Like <laughs> he's a fine NFL quarterback, but he's not Cam Newton. Well, obviously no. That's why it's so mind blowing to me. Why I'm not entirely sure you know i'm never gonna be the guy who's gonna know exactly the contract details how much they would have owed him all i'm saying is this man when you guys are took them to a super bowl against my denver broncos in 20 in the season of 2015 and um, they probably should have won it right and then prior to that what how many afc was he he was in some afc championships wasn't he NFC. Or excuse me, I say yeah. Some uh, NFC championships. Do you even know the NFL, bro? Yeah, you know what I you know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I I mean that's Cam Newton. I mean Cam Cam and and uh uh gosh, the running back, uh gosh, drawing a blank. Stanford kid. Um Christian McCaffrey. Oh man, yeah. That's a that's a I don't know, man. That's it's a just a deadly duo. It is just living Imagine running the run. option with those two. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm just living in a time right now of seeing Tom Brady play for another team. Uh, I guess this is the most mind-blowing as well, Favre leaving the Packers. In my that's opinion. what I was going to say. When yeah. Favre left the Packers, that's the – I think that that's very similar. Right, because I just – I mean, I thought, you know, Brady's going to play till he's 60 with the Patriots. I mean, it's just um, something that's going to be – tell you what, I'm going to be tuning into those Buccaneers this year. I just got to see. Was it – you know, the million-dollar question, are those rings because of Belichick or are they because of Brady? Well, you listen, the Buccaneers <laughs> from a talent, offensive talent perspective. Yes, they got it. They got it. They got they it. They are loaded. They are. So I don't know if this is a, a great comparison, but it, let's say their defense is as bad as it was last year. It'll be – Maybe people start having more respect for Rodgers dragging all those Packers teams to that NFC Championship game that had no business being there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm not. Here's my thing. My thing is, is uh, and 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 you know, I'm going to be very controversial on our podcast, all that. So you guys gear yourselves up, strap in. I think hot take alert. Hot take it. alert. Yep. Yep. Skip. Skip. I got. <laughs> but I honestly think I think the system helped him out a lot. And and that may be a vague statement, but I I'll 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 be more specific. <clears throat> Belichick is a genius with scouting, with um halftime Breaking adjustments, with bending the rules, finding loopholes. <laughs> which he stated, and I was there. I was there, uh, you know, for a stint uh, in in the team meeting room and stuff like that. And uh, he 
goes all out, balls to the wall on trying to put each player in the best possible situation, period. Um, That being, we just speak about the offense. His goal is every situation he has already studied, what have you going into the game, and he's going to make sure that you guys, that the team is going to be put into the best possible situation. And I haven't seen a team like that in, 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 in a while. And I honestly think that just echoes exactly what I said, why I think that uh, a lot of those rings are contributed to Belichick's genius mind, his scouting, his pregame prep, halftime adjustments, putting the team, each player in the best possible situation. For example, I'll keep going. I'm good friends with James White. James White. Cool. James White, running back for the Patriots. Obviously, Wisconsin uh, running back as well. Good friends with him. He played running back here at Wisconsin, got a lot of carries. In the NFL, he's not even deemed really a running back. Why? Because the Patriots found out that his best skill, attribute, what have you, he's better with catching the ball in open space. And that is how they utilize him, period. They don't tell him to play outside of his shoes. Don't try to be a, you know, Nick Chubb. Don't try to be uh, any type of downhill off tackle running back. You just do what you do. Catch the ball in open space, make people miss, score touchdowns. And I think that's why some of those rings are, was definitely uh, because of Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick. And I'm off my rant, but that's, that's my opinion, man. Well, that's my opinion. Okay. Here, here's a, a comparison to something that I thought about while you were talking. Bill Walsh and Joe Montana in San mm-hmm. Francisco. Joe Montana goes to Kansas City. Bill Walsh keeps Steve Young. And they go the 49ers continue to dominate. Meanwhile, Montana still has good numbers and takes Kansas City to the playoffs, but he has nowhere near the success that he had. In right. San Francisco. It's true. And Joe Montana, before Brady and Rodgers and Manning, mm-hmm. and um, I don't think Favre was ever up there, but, you know, before those three, right. um, Joe Montana was said to be the best quarterback in NFL history. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's so, a really good point. That's a really good comparison right there. Uh, I mean, you know, this. I think we've seen it before. And, right. And that's the thing. I'm not – I'm not taking nothing from Tom Brady, of course, because obviously he had to be the one to make the throws. He had to be the one to be the leader, speaking to the Dude, team in the huddle. Before he's a killer, absolutely, that killer instinct is unmatched. I mean, that's I think that's the thing mm-hmm. that um, makes Packer fans so furious. Is you watch the Patriots and Brady and Belichick, they put their they don't just put their foot on the throats; oh, they no. crush the larynx. Absolutely, and I played, so I've had the opportunity to play with Peyton Manning and, you know, I was practice squad with the Patriots, but I got a few plays in with Brady and I sensed it immediately. And we're talking about practice. Uh, Peyton, I'm not taking away anything from Peyton, but I just feel like Peyton just doesn't have or didn't have that killer instinct that Tom Brady did. Give the, get the ball in Tom's hand with 45 seconds left to go in the game. I'm betting my money on him. Absolutely. Well, 
<laughs> you know, get get the ball in Brady's hand with 45 seconds left up by 21, and he's still going to take a shot. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's not, I know. It's not the offense's job to stop scoring. It's the defense's job to stop them, period. And, you know, that that's the thing. They could be up 21 points in the fourth quarter. They're still going to be scoring. Absolutely. They, they are not going to slow down, and that's what I – don't understand more NFL coaches have taken from the understand. Patriots' success. Exactly, exactly. And as I stated earlier, a lot of coaches, in my opinion, do not, they don't study. They do not study as hard as Bill Belichick does. He focuses extremely hard on placing each player, each side of the football, focuses extremely hard on placing them in the best possible scenario situation to win the game. That is it. He eats and breathes that. Um, and that's obviously, you know, you know, honestly why he's going to go down as one of the greatest to ever do it. If he doesn't, you know, keep messing up and ends up getting caught with another scandal or something. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> I think people have looked so far past that already. He's keep winning. People look past it. That's the thing, man. That team, that's a dynasty, and I'm excited to have lived through it, um, to have lived Hopefully with it, I should say, it. because I can. I'm, <laughs> I'm done with them. Just through it. I love it, though. It. You know, we both have kids. We, we're going to be talking about it to our to our sons when they get older. Uh, you know, there's going to be a new team on the block in 10 years, 15 years from now that's going to be compared to this Patriots team dynasty that we just witnessed. Um, now it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do without Brady. That's going to be, that's going to be crazy. interesting to see what Kansas city does with Mahomes So young, that's very true, man. That is, that's one hell of a football player. That's just, that's just it. That's the statement right there. That's, He's, you know, <laughs> that's one hell of a football player. I, I watch him and I'm like, and you know, I, this isn't taking anything away from, Mahomes or anything, and mm-hmm. I know I'm a homer, but it's like God, that looks like Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers was young. Yeah, I can it see really it. It really does. Yeah, I can see it. You you watch watch what he does, and it's like Aaron Rodgers used to do that all the time. I can see. Aaron Rodgers is a lot faster than people think. Oh, you look at what he did, you know, back in his first four or five years right. before really he had the He's had a couple nasty calf injuries. Mm-hmm. Before those calf injuries, he was out running defensive yeah, players. Yeah. It didn't matter who you were. He was run, he was out running you. Yeah, he uh he's a lot faster than people think and I I can I can see where you're getting that comparison some of that kind of I don't want to say gunslinger like a Brett Favre, but just that like it's like a baseball throw but but with confidence. I don't I don't know if that makes sense, but it it's It <laughs> is a gunslinger, but it's like Favre was a I don't care uh, if Mary, I'm gonna every, shoot yeah. <laughs> shoot my own uh, my own teammate kind of gunslinger, right? He's gonna throw interceptions like, that, like, like that. Yeah. oh darn it, I got another one on my side, but I got two on the right. other side, so it's all right. <laughs> That's kind of the Brett Favre. Whereas uh, Mahomes and Rogers are more they're more they're a little bit more cautious. If they're gonna miss, they're gonna miss in a spot where you're not gonna be able to make a play. Uh, that's true. I've watched ever since, obviously, you started dating my sister. Obviously, you bring in now Packers talking to, you know, we've been Broncos fans since forever. I started obviously watching, um, you know, obviously watching Rodgers and, and watching how he plays and stuff. And 
That's a really good point. He does a great job at putting the ball in the spot where oh yeah, only his receiver, only the receiver um, can make a play on it. And if he can't, then it's incomplete. Um, he's really he's really good at that. Really, really good at that. Um, he you used to. You don't really see a lot of quarterbacks that can that can do that. Um, One thing I remember when he was younger too is he never led somebody. Um, over the middle to hang out to dry. Oh, geez. That's so like, um, he would usually, it would be a little bit low if he was throwing it over the middle or it'd be right on the money. Right. He never, like, very rarely, I should not say never, but very, very rarely did he leave a ball high. So then somebody just got absolutely right. clean. That's, that's the quickest way. It's the quickest way for a quarterback to lose trust within their receivers. The timing is off, everything. Um, I bet you if we could if we went back and watched the Buccaneers full entire season, which I didn't, but you know, obviously Jameis throwing what 30, 31 interceptions. We yeah, but he we, I, I bet you we could see a few so throws okay. where he's leading his receivers down the middle. <laughs> it's definitely not okay. That's one thing that the oh, Patriots yeah. again are really good at ball security. Ball security and obviously the Buccaneers, Brady might be taking that down with him. Is that's going to be the first thing he's going to be talking to them about? Is don't shoot yourselves in the foot. Ball security. Oh yeah, you know starts with the quarterback. Starts with the center quarterback exchange. You you know you we you just named another name. Where's Jameis Winston going to go? That's funny. I haven't been seen, and I don't even know if I've been looking at the right spot, but I haven't seen anything about that talk on social media. Uh, I have you. I haven't. I've seen Jameis to the Patriots. What? What do you think they would do with that? He has He's the most got the talent. Yeah, but he Belichick hates turnovers. Well, don't you think they'd work on it? Good gosh, that 30 30 to 31 what how remember he let's just say he had 30 and he had at least 30. That you had to do more work. That's more than just work that you got to do. That's that's buddy, we got to start back at, you know, we got to start back at stage one, block one. Like, what is happening? Yeah, you threw 33 touchdowns, but but dear Lord. How do you throw 30 interceptions? I don't know, but I can't you see You obviously never watched there. Brett Favre. <laughs> I, I can't see him going to I – can't, I can't see it. If can't the price is right, Belichick will pull the trigger. That's the thing is we're sitting here giving our opinions about where we think people will land, but we really don't know. I I, I would have never guessed Brady would be in, in in Tampa. I had my money on him going to L.A., taking taking his wife Giselle to L.A. for her to get out of the snow and the and the little to if any sunlight in Massachusetts to you know taking her model self to L.A. That's what. Well, I now she's in the Sunshine State, so everybody's happy. That's true. No income tax. <laughs> that's true. It's not like they're too worried about that, but that's this was definitely true. T- Tom Brady just went to uh, where all the old people go, right? When yeah. they're done, I bet you he, that's what he decided to do. Guarantee you, he's getting a house built right now, now in Naples. Uh, I guess I'll go to Florida just like everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> Building this house right now in Naples, guaranteed. Well, at least he's got a condo there. I can tell you that. So, man, <laughs> those are the things I, I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping, obviously, the best for him, best for Jameis. 
in these transitions. Uh, but, you know, for it's us. It's going to be a fun year. I hope we get to see it play out. It is. It is. It is. And I hope there's not a lot of injuries. Like I saw with everything being closed down, people worried about injuries this year because there's not the off-season programs. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, the off-season, that's a damn good point that I haven't even thought about. The off-season programs are extremely important, not only just for timing, um, you know, with the team and playbook, all that jazz, but just strength training. You know, the strength training with with, uh, and what we did at Denver is we didn't really, you know, squat or put any heavy weights on our back, but it was a lot of uh, band work. It was a lot of stretching. It was a lot of injury prevention, um, body maintenance. So that's a damn good point um, that I didn't even think about. Mm -hmm. So what are they? So where did you see that at? Uh I just, I saw people talking about it on, um, I can't can't remember if I heard it on ESPN radio or if I saw it on ESPN's account that they were, you know, people were talking, they were worried about it because no off-season programs. I gotcha. I gotcha. I didn't even think about that, but, but man, like you said, that's, that's here nor there. That's football for us. So for us, uh, average Joes, you, uh, you watch this movie that you've been dying to talk about, dude, I'm talking, you guys listen, RJ. Yeah. So I watched it. I watched the invisible man. Okay. You know, this movie actually got a lot of, a lot of hype, a lot of hype. Um, I never heard anything about it, but it you got a lot of hype. Dude, okay. it did. I saw the critics were saying it's good, and you know, there may be, those may be bots, of course, but I saw some real accounts saying it was good, and I'm like, all right, you know, another Invisible Man movie, kind of like Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon or whatever. You know, it's interesting. It's something to throw on the television and check out. Uh, so whatever. Bought it on Amazon. Um, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted with it. I wait, did wait, not like Birds of Prey disgusted like or like Suicide Squad disgusted? Ooh. Okay. Out of the three, Suicide Squad is the best one. Um wait, what? Out of the three you just mentioned, Suicide Squad's the best movie. Um, and Suicide, you think Suicide, Suicide Squad is better than Birds of Prey? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I do. I'm sorry. Birds of Prey I'm was, speechless. Wait, what? Birds of Prey was boring. You were bored watching Birds of Prey? What movie did you watch? I was a little I was a little bored, man. But Invisible Man. So we got a movie about a guy who, you know, spoiler alert. Is he invisible? Spoiler <laughs> Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, he's invisible. But uh I can long story short, this guy is obsessed with this woman. She flees from him with to her sister's house. He's so controlling, whatever. He ends up killing himself. He's a billionaire. She thinks he's dead. He's really not dead. Um, but he wears this. He's like some tech guy. He can build stuff. Kind of like an Iron Man type of guy. Builds this suit, whatever. So it's not like he's actually like invisible. He's just wearing this suit that has like a bunch of mini cameras on it that makes him appear invisible. Um or not appear at all, but uh, it's terrible, man, because we got a movie about a guy being invisible and 
he's after just one person. Not saying he should be after everybody, but it's not. They don't do these movies right because we all know exactly what would happen if someone was invisible. Banks would be robbed. Grocery stores. Every place would be robbed. So many laws would be broken. And and they they don't make I'm talking Grand Theft Auto in real life would be happening if someone was invisible. I feel like you've had a lot of time to think about this. Because it's but you know it's true though. We got these movies of people in I think Hollow Man did the same thing. Uh, he may have been a creep in that movie in Hollow Man. I think there was a scene where he was a creep. But all I'm saying is if someone was invisible, they would be breaking so many laws. Stealing would be number one. And, that's not, and, and let me let me go ahead and say this. It's not things I would be doing, of course, if I was invisible. But I'm just saying. That, that's just what I want to see when I turn on a movie of someone going invisible. Like yeah, someone trying to take over the invisible, you still leave. <laughs> you still leave fingerprints. You, you think you they'd never me. find you? I'm stuck. You got me stuck right there. I guess you couldn't throw on gloves because they'd see it. <laughs> They see gloves just floating. <laughs> uh, I mean, I how don't know. Cold, bleach, how your, cold? bleach your fingers. Bleach your finger uh, tips. <laughs> I don't. Burn them off. Yeah, burn them off. I mean, that's like what on I'm, Men in Black. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not saying you know you'd be a full blown creep, peeping Tom, all that weird stuff. If you're invisible, we know what would be going on if someone was invisible. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm saying. If someone was invisible, I'm trying to take over the country. I'm trying to set my family up, you know, with hundreds of millions of dollars and, you know, raising all kinds of red flags. And they don't do that. Um, So all in all, 10 being Joker, Inception, I give this movie a four. You put Joker on the same level as Inception? I do. I do. Who are you? I do. I do. I mean... Joker is a good tough. movie. It's it's tough. Those are two. It's tough to do that because there's a these are two different movies. Uh, That's a cop out answer. It's uh, two different movies. They you can't are. put them on the same you level. Can't. You can't because I'm going into. If they're the same level, if they're the same, uh, <laughs> if they're the same movie, they'd be on the same level. Nope. I'm going into the Inception to be completely fooled, to be tricked, to be it's Christopher Nolan. You know, he he wants to fool you. He wants to trick you. He wants to. I'm going into Joker to see how society makes, you know, one man's life spiral out of control and, and just watch him become evil, which they did a great job with that movie. Um, both movies are a 10, just like Interstellar. So that's my take, man. My hot take on, on Invisible Man. Check it out. Everybody who listens to this show just realized they cannot listen to your movie opinions anymore. What? My movie opinions Suicide are Suicide Squad notch. is better than those three. And Suicide Squad's a bad movie. It's, <laughs> it's not just bad. It is god awful. It's terrible. That that goes that that's that's my take on Birds of Prey. And Suicide Squad and uh yeah, and Invisible the Man. The Invisible Man. But check Dude, all three out though. I'm just <laughs> mm. You know me, man. You're going to watch Birds of Prey again, and then you're going to apologize to me. That's what's going to happen here. Nah, nah. It was definitely, I just, which I get it. That's, like I said, we, we, we've talked about this. That's her, that's Harley Quinn's personality. I understand that. But 
I just didn't like the whole. It was just poorly written. It was just them trying to find a diamond, which I mean, yeah, I mean, that's every movie in a sense, you know, heist movie, but just, I don't know. It, it was, it was, it was, it was just poorly put together. You just have no sense of humor. So you didn't get it. I do. Well, you like Ghostbusters. The first well, one. No. Hold on one second. Or here. is there a second one? I don't even I know. I don't like, I love <laughs> Ghostbusters. Okay. I can't do that type of humor. Get it right. I can't do it. That's stale. The only stale dry humor it's I can do. dry. The only dry humor I can do is Leslie Nies- Nielsen. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen, Naked Gun, Airplane. That's, that's, that's pure. That's pure right there. Listen, Ghostbusters, the reason that Ghostbusters works is because they play it straight. If they played it, like, to be funny, that movie would not have worked. But because they play it straight, that's what makes everything that happens funny. I'll watch it. You know what I'll do? I'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah, I got. You know what? You and your sister are exactly the same. If it's made before 1996, it's a terrible movie. Why? Because it's old. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's don't you dare group me with Ashley on that. No, I am not like that. I am not that basic. to believe that movies made before 1996 are bad just because they're old. Absolutely not. Now, can I name you a movie? When was Bad Boys One made? That was 96, I believe. Yep. It was anything before 96 is a bad movie. I honestly, I can't old. think of a movie right now that I like that came up before 96. Uh, non-animated, of course, because obviously Rest Lion King was- my case. Was Lion King like 93, I think, or Toy Story, I think too. Yeah, or whatever. I think Toy Story was like <clears> 96. Let me think. Hold on, man. Let me think of some- I know I know of a movie. Do you though? I mean, you're not really showing that. I'll have an answer for next episode. I'll tell time, you that. Time. I'll have an My episode. turn to talk about an actual good movie. <laughs> what you got? So my brother's been on my case for about a month. He's like, you need to watch this movie. You need to watch it now. I'm like, I do not have time. I have kids. I can't just sit and watch a serious movie that you have to pay attention to for two hours. Finally, last weekend, I had enough time. I watched Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah, you you've been just texting me about that. That won Dude, some awards though. It in this last uh did So it- it's directed, it's written and directed by Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. who did um Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Yep. And then he's he's done a lot of comedies before that too, but this I mean it's a satire, but it's it's like it's a satire of Nazi Germany. But it's a satire that has so much truth in it that it's like Is that similar okay, to Inglorious Bastards? I mean, no. No, they're not similar at all. Okay. <clears throat> the only thing that's similar is they both portray Hitler. Okay. And Nazis. Like it Scarlett Johansson is unbelievable. And I did not I did not know that she had that kind of range, to be honest. I knew she was a good actress. Mm -hmm. I've seen her. I've enjoyed her in a lot of different roles. But this is, I could not believe how good she was. And the whole movie, I was just, how the payoff at the end, everything was just like, I was floored. I do not know how that didn't win Best Picture. 
Well, I know why. And I enjoyed Parasite a lot, but this movie was just, everything about it just rocked. Because Best Picture was Joker, right? No, no, it was Parasite. It was Parasite, that's right. Yeah, Best uh, Actor. Yeah, he won Best Male Actor. Yeah. yeah, Joaquin won the Actor Award or whatever. Oscar. Yeah, Sam Rockwell is in this movie, and he's hilarious. The the character he makes. I mean, Sam Rockwell is a very good actor. Okay. Period. I'm going to have to check it out, because I remember Dude. I was watching the awards, and you know, Jojo Rabbit kept getting named off. Um, they won a few awards, I think. Not as much as Parasite, and I didn't like Parasite, but... I uh, I, I enjoyed Parasite. I appreciate I, it, I, I'll tell you that. And then when I look back on it, I enjoyed a little bit more than I did watching it in the moment. But right. Taika Waititi has moved, as far as writer-director, into like the Christopher Nolan territory Whoa. for me, where no matter Whoa. what he does, I'm going to watch it. Whoa. You Legit. serious? Whoa. Legit. There's no way. There's Dog, we're talking... We're talking Memento. We're talking the Dark Knights. We're talking, obviously, Inception. Uh, that move, new movie that's probably going to be postponed. Tenant. I'm just you going, talk I'm about gonna go Nolan. Ahead, I'm going to go ahead and give that a ten out of ten. We're talking, um, bro. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You can't you can't put him in the same category as Christopher Nolan. I'm telling you right now, anything that he does, I'm going to make a conscious decision and an effort to uh, go okay. see. Same yeah. with Christopher Nolan. I like that. Okay. Anything Christopher Nolan does, I'll make an honest effort to go see. True. True. I, uh, as you can tell, yeah, I'm a very, very <sighs> big fan of Christopher Nolan. But all right, I'll give you that. I'll check out Jojo Rabbit, um, obviously, because, you know, it won some awards. So it, it I will, I will say it's in one. It might be a 10 for me. It I don't, might be a 10. Yeah, I'm a very harsh critic when it comes gets to that level. Um but yeah, that movie that movie is fantastic. I'm gonna watch it again and I'm I'll gonna check laugh. I check it out. It's so good. First Man. you need to check out Ghostbusters. Yeah. Actually first you need to beat Last of Us. Yeah. I'm gonna watch uh my younger sister bought uh Joker uh, on Amazon. So I'm gonna go ahead and watch that tomorrow. And watch um, Ghostbusters. As you can tell, I got some free time on my hands. Uh, I'll check out some the of these Last movies. Last of Us first. I got to re-download it. So okay, you have all night. Right. Start it now. Re-download it, and I'm pretty sure I still. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. All right, I got my list of things I'm gonna do. Um, you're over here talking about what's that? What what's that director's name? How do you Taika Waititi? That's Taika Waititi. Okay, I'll check out. What does he have any? What's what's his older movies? Like Thor Ragnarok. Oh, you did say that. You did say that. What we do in the shadows. Okay. I'm I'm big into. He's movies. done other stuff, and I I think he was a part of a uh, Flight of the Concords. Like mm-hmm. he had something to do with them, but I'm not completely sure. So uh, I could be wrong. If somebody wants to let me know. Yeah, I'm just glad that during the Oscars that uh, Joaquin Phoenix won his award and uh, Hilder, um, uh, the uh, composer, won the award for best musical score or what have you, um, motion picture score or something, because I think she did a phenomenal job on um, you know the music. 
you know, the soundtrack for Joker. Um, so if it's Tim like that, then I'll check it out. How about that? I'm, I, I liked it better than Joker. I'm going to tell you that. Right what? Now. Oh my. I'm dead serious. I, I, I enjoyed Joker. <laughs> I didn't like Joker as much as you did. I, I liked Joker it. a lot. I liked it for, you know, what it was and everything. We're talking um, about range, which I haven't seen, you know, Jojo Rabbit. So I, you know, I'm a huge, I like Scarlett Johansson as well, but I'm told we're talking range. Joaquin Phoenix's range was, he did a pretty good job. It's a really, really good job. Um, yeah, he did a very good job. Yeah. But all right. So I'll do that, man. I'll do that. Um, and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to come back next episode, man. Uh, just the guns are blazing if this Jojo Rabbit isn't up to par. And I'm a tough critic. Oh, Very you're tough. a tough critic. Yeah. Tough, man. I went to school for this Suicide stuff. Suicide Squad was was a good movie. I no, no. I did not I'm say Suicide Squad. I said Suicide Squad was terrible. My parents said Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad was number one. I'm a tough critic. My parents said Suicide Squad was good. And I, I, I was, I'm done. Done with them on that. That is not a good movie. It's bad. Rushed. It's I stopped rushed. trusting your parents after the equalizer. <laughs> it's Denzel. You just got it. It's terrible. It's not good. It's not. But it's but I can watch it again. It's one of those movies that you can watch over and over. It's, it's uh disagree. I I kinda like the whole fighting that he does with stopping and counting the seconds, stopping the watch and all that stuff. But uh but all right, man. It's I, no book of Eli. I could watch Book of Eli over and over again. It's a good movie, and I don't even—I don't think that's a, you know, a great movie. I en- I enjoy that movie a lot, though. You know what movie I? So I, I I'm 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 catching what you're putting down because I think that Denzel doesn't get enough credit for that movie. I don't think that movie gets enough credit for how I agree. For, for how good it is. You know, compared to his, you know, my favorite Denzel movie is Man on Fire. Can't touch it. That's the greatest. Denzel movie hands down. Um, I think to transition here to another actor, that being Will Smith, I think a movie of his that doesn't get enough credit that Wild I think Wild is West. good God no, uh, Wild Wild West is terrible, but that doesn't get enough credit for how good it is and entertaining and is Hancock. Hancock is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Ah, it, okay. Here's the thing about Hancock. It's got it's a really good beginning. It's a great middle. It's a terrible end. <laughs> it's just that movie had me, and then the end happened, and it's like I can see that. What I can almost agree with you. It, I wouldn't say terrible ending, but they it's like they kind of Straight rushed it trash. at the end because uh, the beginning and middle I think is really good, and then the ending was kind of. You know, let's just hurry up and finish this type of thing. <laughs> uh, but I think that's kind of another movie that I, 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 it's very, I can watch that movie again and again because I, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like the idea, as you can see, I like the idea of someone having a superpower but not caring to do any good with it, like being invisible. Not saying invisible man, he was trying to be good, but you got a superpower in a sense. Go, go be bad. I mean, that's, that's, you would be bad. And, you know, Hancock, obviously, having all the superhero powers, didn't didn't give a damn. <laughs> um, but, yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, that's my take, man. 
It's an, it's a, it was a very interesting premise too, for yeah. sure. But well, right, since how we're winding down, uh, yeah. you know, go out and uh, follow us at Untapped Keg. Where can they find you at? Yes, you can find me um, on Twitter at MonteBall28 and on Instagram, MonteBall. Uh, I'm really at it's Trickster with a one instead of an I and Trickster. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm that on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, fa- we're on Facebook, Untapped Keg, untappedkeg.com. Uh, you know, listen to us on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, leave us a rating, five stars, please. Please send us a message, send us questions. Uh, we'd love to have some questions to answer for people. Um, whether yep. you want to know like more about Monsa's terrible movie takes or you want to know more about our <laughs> sober stories, um, maybe some help. We could offer a little bit of help. We're, you know, we're not professionals, but uh, just a, a friendly voice sometimes is all you need. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on our website, um, again, real quick, before I get into what, what I want to say, I want to, again, you know, thank, uh, like I said, uh, you know, Sang Ray NS. In DMC, most definitely for creating our logo. Um, most definitely did a fantastic job. But on our website, you guys, you can check it out and you can hit that uh, WhatsApp button at the bottom. And that's sending direct messages to my cell phone. Um, and what I'm going to plan on doing is after every time we upload one of these, we're going to be, I'm going to go, you know, be answering questions live for about an hour to an hour and a half after we upload it. If you guys have anything you want to kind of get off your chest or want to know more about us, just like RJ said, just reach out, um, reach out and check us out, man. Um, cause we're here. We are, uh, you know, we're here, we're here to talk for you. We got a friendly ear and we don't know everything, but maybe we can talk something through that'll, uh, you know turn on a light bulb or something absolutely so absolutely so again yep i most definitely got to say this again i think i said it wrong but that's sang ray nsdmc thank you for the logo rj thank you for thinking of that logo i'm just stuck on it i love it i think it is awesome and you guys thank you for tuning in and most definitely reach out to us especially those who may be struggling during this tough times we'll keep it confidential We'll provide you with as much help as we can. And uh, please subscribe. Subscribe and like. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.